process is Black and White, where two friends examine the trials and tribulations of starting their individual businesses with their cultural differences and similarities, along with whatever else accompanies them on their journey. Each week, they will discuss a few chapters from books that will transform you from being a wantrepreneur to an entrepreneur. Here's Vernon and Devin. So, uh, I had this, uh, new experience, right? So I don't know, growing up, I don't know how it was for you, but growing up, like credit cards were literally like pretty much evil. Like it was like voodoo magic in, in my household, right? Like it, I remember like being told by, you know, many people in my, my, you know, I don't know community that like oh no you leave those credit cards alone and i'm gonna you know you're gonna be in you're just gonna get you in debt you're gonna be this this and just these these negative thoughts of credit cards so i always thought they were like bad like i always thought credit cards were this bad thing like which couldn't be any further from the truth because credit is literally how you get rich in this country like no one gets rich in this country without credit (laughs) you know you know um so i just recently kind of figured out the secret and i would say like i didn't know about this until someone and you know someone that's not a part of my community you know someone uh that i might work with or something i can't i don't even know who to give credit to this to but they started kind of talking to me or maybe i started listening more about credit cards and how the shit works so the first thing that was shocking to me is i didn't know that credit cards they didn't really they don't really make their bulk of money off of like you know the dumb people who like pay interest every month like that's like a small percentage of the money that they make the real money that credit cards make is i had no idea that every time you swipe their card they get paid i didn't know that cuz when someone would say like a cash back card i'd be like well why are they giving me cash back and what, like, what, what, where do they win at? Like, they're not just here to lose money, but they're basically just splitting a little bit, not even a lot. They're giving you a little bit back every time you swipe because they're getting X. And essentially, the more you swipe, the more they make. You know, like the more you swipe, the more they make. So I didn't understand that. And once I kind of wrapped my head around that, I started thinking about like, oh, so the cash back thing. And I didn't really understand that either. Start researching some cards. And I got an Apple card. And me and a wife has been using it recently for all of our purchases, everything. And at the end of this, the end of the first two months, it was like 80 bucks of cash back. And, you know, we pay the whole bill off. So there's no interest. And you literally just make $80. By the end of the year, that's $1,000 that we'll make off of just using the money that we were already going to use. That is freaking crazy. I never knew it was a real thing. Just recently realized that like this year. Yes, Sarah does that. So she puts like, she has some special card and she puts everything on that card. And that's how she 
she pays everything using it and then at the end of the month she pays it off and and so as long as you always pay it off pay it at the off. end of yes. the month yes the thing is is if you miss that one month you've lost right yes because there's a gamble interest, that. yes you're you you are a little bit gambling mm-hmm. um but you know so so that's how and she that's what she does and she does a great job of it uh i use cash for everything man you better I, get with your wife no nah, no nah, nah. <laughs> she well she well she basically pays all the, most of all the stuff yeah most gotcha. of all the stuff is on so you that. ain't got nothing but a couple hundred bucks anyway you know i you, you yeah my, my allowance that. is like 200 bucks a month that you know like i just get this <laughs> amount of money <laughs> you I'm ain't like, making right, nobody I'm, off of that i'm not making yeah. anybody off of that. but um but it's yeah, and the and the reason why is, um, I am a, I can't I'm a terrible spender. So you know I'm a saver, right? Yes, yeah. and you know that I'm like a, a like structured saver though, which usually means there was a time. It, it's not even. It's just that I knew who I was from day one. <laughs> it wasn't even that there was a time. It, it was that like I a, like just. The first time I like saw like how to save money and like I read that article and they were like what you should do is put this money here and this money here and this money here that way you, the amount of money that you have is the amount of money you can spend and I was yeah. like oh that makes sense and I have never changed that worldview ever since I was like <laughs> 17 years old and I was like okay yeah. that'll work because I can't yeah. I and so I have no credit cards actually I think I have I do have them um but they're in a they're literally in a little locked box sitting over there because yeah. I, don't, I don't mess with them. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. Nope. I, I, I'm, I'm, and that's funny. You get it. But that, but like, but I, but I do understand the game. Yeah. I'm about to say you're, but you, and you're essentially, you're playing it. You're just playing it adjacent. Uh, it, it, yeah. It, yeah. You're playing it adjacent. You're benefiting from it. I'm benefiting yeah. from the game. Thank God that. The game. Yeah. I have somebody you know, out there who can who can proxy for me. Yes, there you go. <laughs> exactly. Thank God you got a good, better half that mm-hmm. you know keeps their eyes on that type stuff. Because you're in a perfect, you guys are in a perfect position because you got you got like a controlled spending, controlled monthly spending. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. your 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 dollars are pretty much planned out. Like you know, it's it's probably like more clockwork for you guys than most. Um, it's not like a lot of like sneak up on you type expenses that that come your way you no know? because we don't have any kids whereas you exactly. have like you have these like oh, random this, yeah. all of a sudden the kid's like yeah i grew three and a half inches and you're yes. like now i need an entire new wardrobe for this kid absolutely so yep. yeah that, it's, a, right. it's a di- we're definitely playing a different yeah. sport than yeah you. so that means that's like even more the reason for you guys because it's just like just a matter of like moving money from one place to the next, like very much like automatically. This Lately. Is, yeah. This is interesting. Cause so we almost bought a truck this weekend. Yeah. Um, okay. So Finally. a year ago, they announced the Ford electric F one fifty. Yeah. And I put my name down on the list and I gave, Oh yeah. I remember this. Yeah. yeah I yeah, gave I Ford a hundred, a hundred bucks. And I was like, when, when this is ready, let me know. So they, you know, my number finally came up and they were like, Hey, you can order it and probably it'll be available in the spring, but you might get it by like October, November. Okay. It depends, okay. Right. So like, and, um, and so we went and we test drove it on, I think it was Friday and it's really nice. It's really All right. nice. And I, what happened? We both want it. 
Um, I don't think we're going to get it. It's too much, man. It's too much. It's a lot of money that they want for it. What do they want? Well, they want 60000 Okay. And you don't do payments? Uh, no, we would do payments for something like that. Okay. All right. Um, but you get 10 back immediately, basically, from tax incentives and stuff. So it's really only 50. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, so like your car, all that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, we have a car that we would trade, basically, right? Because you still want to stick with the one car. It's been fine. Having yeah. one car is perfectly fine for yeah. us. Again, we don't have kids, right? So, like, if we had kids and you needed emergencies where you had to go get the kid or something like that, like, maybe it'd be different. But we only have one car, and it's fine. So we'd be down to, like, 40 or whatever on the vehicle, like, okay. is the actual okay. amount that we'd have to pay, right? Okay. So all of a sudden, like, I go, like, eh, it's, that's not a whole lot. Like, Yeah, hmm. 40 not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. Like, I can swing that. <clears throat> but, like... I don't value car. True. Yeah. You know, like it's not a thing that I'm, that feels like a, and we still might buy it. Like, I guess, right. Like with the, the decision is not made. made. Yeah. yeah. You know, like we still have, and it's it not could like come a, down a road, down a line once the production catches up. Sure. Or some things could happen like, you know, work-wise or something like that like you know any number of different things could come along but i was like do i like what's better for me like taking forty thousand dollars over the next couple of three or four years right because we'd pay it off fast um and getting a truck that we use to do these things and those things right which is fine go camping and those you know we, we would use it if or, like, having a whole vacation each year. Yeah. Which would you rather? Would you rather have, like, a nice vacation each year for seven days? Or a truck when you have a perfectly fine car now? Yeah. At this point, vacation for, for you know, even for me. I would say, especially in you guys' situation, like, you know, like, let's not get into what vacation looks like for for my lifestyle. It's, sure. It's, well, it's, wait, for your lifestyle, it's, it's work. Throw the whole give family the car. in. Yeah, go the down car. to Go down to, you know, Disney and, you know, yeah. set give a bunch the, of money on fire yes. with the kids. It's a different yes. thing. But for us, it's car. like genuinely <laughs> relaxing. <laughs> uh, I'll take the car, please. Yeah, the car is peace and quiet. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So somewhere to get away, long drives by myself. Because vacation in my world is like, ooh man, trying to get on, you know, getting on a plane with like. No, you need a vacation from your vacation. Oh my goodness, man! And it's so funny now that we're going off on vacations. But my wife, I'm like, yeah, let's go somewhere together. Like, and I'm and I mean like me and her, and she keeps including the kids, and I'm just like, no, like. Just for like two days, me and you. Like, no, she's like, well, why don't we just wait and have this a summer vacation with the kids? And I'm like, oh my god, like, <laughs> just the two of us, please. Me, yeah, you, <laughs> just be you, not them. Yeah, yeah, not them. Just the two of us. <laughs> we'll do them later after just me and you. Because, oh man, yeah, yeah, it's a different world, man. Vacation lesson. When they get older, I'm sure it'll get better. But yeah. uh, right now, at the young age, it's like, 
It's it's and it's the worry. It's like where are they? It's like you know, no, you get that Home Alone Macaulay Culkin feeling where it's like, sure, you know, someone gets caught up in the hustle and bustle of the airport, and you're like, you know, how'd you end up over there? They're like, you know, messing with some souvenir store, you know. But uh, yeah, no, I'm with you, man. I think, uh, yeah, I think my lust for cars have started has declined a good bit. Um, Lust for a lot of those type of material things have declined a good bit, you know. It's very good for your spending. Yeah, I, I I'd say all of our spending goes towards the kids. Like like nine, I'd say eighty five percent of our spending is related to the children. Like we spend on experiences now more than ever. Like you know, the other day we had friends and family over, and we bought a bunch of food and cooked a bunch of food just because you know we wanted to have a good time with friends and family. Sometimes we'll just buy like a high end cut of meat and cook it just literally not even enjoy it but just to like have the experience of like how do you prepare this thing or can i compare can i prepare it in this one of my toys or can i can you know it's like grills and food experiences is literally like things that are at the home my thing yeah that's my thing now you know yeah yeah yeah. you look at it and you go like ah what where do i want to what do i want my because money when you're doing it right is a tool Mm-hmm. And and the question is is like do I want to do I want to put a bunch of effort into a vehicle or do I want to put a bunch of effort and I do I do I really want this truck but I'm like eh, it's, I don't want it like I don't want to the opportunity cost is just too high you know? yeah yeah so yeah. no for sure it's, it's funny that we we're both going through a bunch of different money thoughts yeah. over the weekend yeah. yes my mine was good mine was good because it's one of those like last episode we talk about control. You know, and me just having like more discipline and control, you know, things. And, uh, you know, it, it's reading Atomic Habits. Oh, One you are thing. reading it. Yeah, yeah. I started it up. I'm I'm like, I did like six chapters. I couldn't actually stop. It was really good. I, I, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's a really good book. And one of the things that I think is like, you know, but you don't really talk about it, is if you're not practicing good habits then the only other type of habit you can practice is a bad one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like there's no like middle. There's no like, a, oh, no habit at all. Like there's only two types of habits. There's good habits and bad habits. So if you're not practicing good ones, you're practicing bad habits. Yeah. I was listening, and, to, I was listening to this book, um, A Gentleman from Moscow. Okay. It's a, no- it's a novel. Um and uh, in it, the guy was like, if you don't, um, and I forget what the exact phrasing that he used, but it's basically the exact same thing that you just said. But the, the phrasing was something like, if, if you don't control yourself, the world will control you. Mm-hmm. Was basically mm-hmm. what the, met, the, you know, the, the, the turnaround line was. Yeah. And that's exactly what you're saying right there. Yeah. No, that's that's it. And I think that's the thing for like me and my household when it comes to money is like being able to have that self-control. And I think some of the the one thing that's also great about having a really good credit card that like, you know, offers not just like money that they're going to allow you to use and, you know, to 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 spend instead of your own and and being able to do the whole credit card, use it then pay it at the end of every month and use it like your debit card thing. It also has a 
a, a nice app or that connects to it shows that you breaks it down and shows you what you're doing. And the mm-hmm. Apple one is really good. I sound like we should be getting like some type of Apple like endorsement here. We will but, accept uh, <laughs> an Apple endorsement. But uh, <laughs> the Apple one that's, that's pretty awesome is like it breaks down everything. Food, transportation, like it literally takes every purchase that you make and it splits it up. So like for a while we were trying to do that manually and that's a pain in the ass. Yep. And now doing it with the app, you can open up right away and be like, damn, yo, we, we spent way too much money on food. Like we yeah, spent I asked, way too much money on it, you know? I asked Sarah, I said, how much did we spend last year? Because I wasn't 100% sure, right? <clears throat> and uh, she looked it up and she was like, she just gave us the no- she just gave me the number and I was like, how did you have that that fast? And she was like, oh, it's just in the chase. They just said, what did you spend in 2021? Exactly, and that and that's actually what has an Apple same thing. Mm-hmm. So they break. So it's like I know exactly what I spent last month. I know exactly what I spent last week. I know exactly what we spent yesterday. And in fact, what's beauty, what's awesome about the Apple Card? Okay, yeah, this is. Sorry, it sounds like an ad. I'm really like. Well, we'll take it from Chase too. We use a Chase (laughs) card. (laughs) But what it does is, since we both have a card, it's a joint account. We both have a card. It breaks down my spending, her spending, and it shows us everything that I spun yesterday. She spun yesterday, so she can see it. I can see it. Um, It breaks it down monthly, uh, every every uh, daily. It's a source of truth, weekly. Yeah, and so when we open it up, you can't hide, and that's my son. So, like, you know, what's interesting is we both spend like equally the same every every time you look at it. Every every week we've spent like equally the same, and that just goes back to like because we're both just spending money on children. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, and in the know, same general ways, yeah, exactly in the same general ways. Nobody. It would like, be oh, it would be cool you know. now for you guys to be like, okay, let's. Who, Exactly. Let's, that can we let can we get can we knock down just twenty five dollars? She's already there, and she's okay. she, and that's beauty with the wife. It's like, all right, we put ourselves on this budget. Like we can't cross this threshold, is where we started, and now the goal good, is like that's a good one. Yeah, knock, so we can't cross that threshold. That. Exactly. Yep. Now we're gonna work backwards. So we gave ourselves a nice threshold because what what I used to do in the past is we used to give ourselves a tight threshold. And then we would go over it, and it would it would create a bad habit. Yeah. yeah, it would create a bad habit, and then it would just be like more and more, and it would just be like, well, well, there goes that number. I guess it doesn't matter this month, and you just keep going over and over and over it. Well, now that the number, the threshold is wide enough that realistically we really shouldn't be crossing it. Right. And that, and even if we do cross it, it's on the final day. So immediately the next day, you got to flip back on that switch of like, no, you can't go crazy because you crossed it and you think everything's fair game now. No, like the next month's begun. You got to get back to this tight mindset. So it's allowing us to start building these good habits of like feeling good. Like, oh, man, we kept it under that. Oh, man, we kept it under that. Oh, you know, and and the more we can do that, then hopefully in a couple months we can go, all right, let's pull back that threshold a little bit. Sure. You know, or like let's involve the kids. Right, like, yeah, like, like, hey, everybody, here's our goal. We're trying to save this amount of money, and you know, we're doing that for whatever reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't even need to give them a reason. This is no, what we're no. trying to do, and and all of a sudden, you go like, oh, we're just trying to, we're just trying to save a hundred dollars a month. Like that's straightforward. 
You know, like yeah. everybody can understand that. It's a simple goal. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And, but it's it's been good, man. I tell you, seeing the seeing the cash back, it's kind of like it's still mind blowing. Like it's mind blowing that like you know, not that it happens because I get the theory behind it, yeah. but that it that I didn't really know it, and that so many people don't really know it. And it's like, you know, it, it, it it's a game that, it, it, like most things in this world that we live in, is like if you know the rules, and if you play the game, you can like you can win. The best part, the most important part, the the interesting part—I don't know what to call it. The interesting part about all of that, and all of the rules, are out there. They are. And that's the other part that's in, yeah that's interesting. That's They're the just crazy right part. out there. Like if you just the the question is is do you understand how to find the source of the rules? Because yes. like because you can go to certain you know if you go to some random TikToker, they might give you the exact rules and a really good understandable explanation for why they are the way they are. And mm-hmm. It'll be fine. But you might go to another one, or you might go to like some. You know, seeming, outlet, seemingly yeah. respect, you know, you go to a TikToker and you get like really good information. And then you go to, you know, some person who's like a, a direct link to another person on LinkedIn. So you go like, oh, this person must know what to talk. Mm-hmm. And they're full of it. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's on us, you, I don't know how you want to put it, but it's, it's on us to understand who the people that are lying are. Yes. And I think it's also on us to just like, you got to take some chances too, because for me, I, I, my, for me, and my whole life has been this, which which I love is that, you know, what others experience, they don't they don't know any better. They 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 put their experiences on you. That's how it works. Like when I what what I experience, the thing that I'm gonna do through my life is put those experiences on, you know whoever's around me you know if i have sure. a bad experience with something i'm like oh no don't eat there i had this they, yeah. they did me not this good. way yeah. mm-hmm. and in life you get a lot of that and especially you know coming kind of growing up in an environment where i grew up where a lot of people stop pretty much right there like once someone says no you stop and you essentially just oh okay i'm not supposed to go in there um Nah, man. I would say kick that motherfucker down, and spend and spend your spend your life like kicking these doors down, and not really just stopping at the first person who says like, you know, I had my my buddy said with the vaccine, you know, he was he was I don't know if he was against it necessarily, but he was like, you know, he was caught up in the world of the vaccine and this that with whatever. There's and a lot this of talk. Is, yes, and this is not to say pro-vaccine or anti-vaccine at all this is literally just like you can't believe everything he takes his way of the figuring out like yeah this vaccine is bad if someone did a video that anyone who gets shot with the vaccine you could take a penny and put it on their their spot where they got their shot and it would stick and i remember he's over my house and he's like where'd you get shot where'd you get shot he puts the penny on my arm and it sticks and i'm like he's like see this is why it's something in there and it's it, it's magnetic or whatever to pennies or whatever. And so I said, give me your arm. And I put it on his arm. And of course the penny sticks. 
and he didn't get the shot. And I'm just like, I'm like, why are you listening to this like nonsense? Like, why are you just accepting the information that's given to you without any type of questioning? Like, we love information here. On this podcast, it's all about information. But also, you got to be smart about it and listen to all the information, not just, you know, the one or two, you know, people that you like, I don't know, just think for some whatever reason that, I don't know, they're just smart, you know? You know, me and my wife, we always talk about um, reading the uh, comments on, like, food rankings or whatever. Oh, sure. Yeah. So this is what I do on anything. I trust any rankings that has like 10,000 or more people that rank it. Sure. And and I don't care what the individual comments are. If 10,000 or more people are, have graded this thing and it's a four and a half out of five. It's probably it's a, okay. It's a, it's a good place. It's okay. Yep. You know, my the wife. The interesting thing is that it's not great. Yeah. If it has four and a half stars, it's okay. Yes. It's not great. Yes. Yes. It's okay. You know it's what I mean? Okay. Like you, it's, you go, well, I, it's, it's safe. just okay. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's it's just okay. It's not even so much like, it, it might be great for me. Like, I might love this place. Might be. But what I know is that I'm at least going to go there and it's respectable. Yeah, and it's, it's not okay. like, it's going to be okay. We're not going to walk into some shit show. It's respectable. And but her and other hand, she needs to read like six or seven comments. And and it's so funny because I'll go, she goes, Oh, this place is terrible. Look at these bad comments. I'm like, wait a minute. Look at these 60 great comments over here. Like, how are you determining which comments you want to trust? And her, I think, she I didn't get a clear answer, but I'm pretty sure her tell is negative comments if a place has negative comments and it's a certain kind of negative comment that she reads she's out but it could be just it could be one negative comment to forty thousand great comments or like you know 10 negative comments if it's got 10 negative comments she's done it's over but it could have fifty thousand amazing testimonies of how great this place is and she's in question after those 10. It doesn't matter. 10 is just 10 negative comments. It's like, you know, in my my estimation, it's like her, like, cut off. Like, where? Nope. So nope. we, like, every now and again, we, we we give a lot of ratings to stuff. I don't know why. Just You're a raider? You, well, we're raiders. Oh, man. <laughs> and, and so the other day, I was like, I wonder what happens with the ratings, right? Because, like, it had just been... I just never really looked at what the raters, what the ratings that we gave stuff on Amazon are. And usually we give stuff like we're pretty true about it. We've given a lot of five stars too, right? Mm. A bunch of fours, a bunch of threes. But we we're we'll give you that one. We'll give you the one star every now and again. Like we're we can get after it. And uh I found two of the ratings were flagged as inappropriate. So they Ooh. were hidden. And the, Wait, did you, you have, have comments with it? We yeah, we had given a comment with a rating. Ooh, okay, all right. And they were okay. flagged as inappropriate, despite nothing inappropriate in the comment. And so, what that tells me is that there are lots of comments that, that are perfectly appropriate, 
right? Because, I mean, we're not dropping F-bombs or saying, you know what I mean? Like, that's not who we are. Huh. Like, even in a one-star review, we'll be like, this is why I didn't like this, blah, 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 blah. This is why it gets one star. There are people that are marking those one-star ratings and comments with inappropriate, so it gets pulled out of the system. So there are a lot more one-star reviews that are hidden from you <coughs> than you would think. So, No, I'm not surprised by that. that I'm oh, not surprised by that. that that's why... I only go up a one, 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 um, number metric. Yeah, just the one metric. Big, big, big numbers. overall number. I don't care comments. I'm just looking. You know, if it's got ten thousand people that say like, you know, it's giving it good ratings. I'm like, that's enough. Like, if ten thousand people gave it a good rating, that's enough for me to go. You know, all right, I'm willing to take that chance. You know what I mean? Even if even if twenty thousand gave it a bad rating, and I know that sounds off, I would still kind of go. You know, I would look into it. I would still consider like, what's the worst? Like, and then if it's you know, if I'm buying a car, that's different. But if I'm buying something like a speaker, I'm like, well, if ten thousand people like it, my needs are this. I'm pretty sure this is going to cover my needs. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm willing to take that risk. Sure. And We'll send it back if it don't work. But, you know, sitting and analyzing people's opinions on things, to me, is just like, sense. it doesn't make sense. No, have you met you're not that. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. <laughs> Maybe it's because I've met a lot of people. I'm around people all day that people are, you know, people are interesting. And, <laughs> that was a nice and, way to say yeah, it. Yeah, they are. They're interesting because, you know, people are like, the way people grade and people's expectations, they change like with the wind, man. You know, they change with the wind. Like they can love everything about something. And it's one thing, the one thing that's like very specific to them could be something that they don't like. And all of a sudden the whole thing's ruined. The whole yeah. thing's ruined. Yeah, man. You know? So that that's why I like for me, I'm just like, you know what? 30,000 people bought this thing. 15 of them loved their experience. 15 of them, 1,000 of them were like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Fact that 30,000 bought it, I'm going to give it a shot. Like, like, let's try. Let's see. You know? Yeah, it's interesting. I, you know, I don't really, I don't have a solution for, for ratings other than, uh, yeah, I don't, I actually don't have a solution for <coughs> like that, but hopefully, hopefully someday I can figure that one out. Yeah, you just buy shit if you don't like it. You send it back. That's kind of what I do. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the other part I, of it is it's not that big of a deal. And it I really... just, yeah, I don't spend a bunch of time thinking about it. I'm just like, yeah. does this does this seem right? Oh, it does. Okay, cool. Yeah, and you know, that's it because yeah. I can't uh, because a five star review because nobody gives a nobody gives a thoughtful three stars. You know, nah, nobody ever gives three stars because they're like. Yeah, this just met my expectations and does exactly what it's supposed to do. So it's a three. Because like, that's what a three is supposed to be. You know, Four people... is supposed to be like, wow, this is actually a pretty good value based yeah. on, yeah. and it does all the things that, oh, and it does this one extra thing. Yeah. That's a four. People are you know what five. it should be? It mm. should just be, did you keep it or did you return it? Like, it should be just a yeah, hate it, but it that's, love it. That's tricky because, like, returns are kind of weird. 
You know, like well, no, I mean, sometimes like you get 11. a thing and it's like a wrong. It should be like a, a pass or fail. Like, like I think the thumbs up or thumbs down. Yeah, because the in between, like some people won't give a five because they just don't believe people deserve fives. And it's that person's individual, like, no one's that's, perfect. Dude, that's Sarah. Sarah's <laughs> yeah. like, nah, no one's it's perfect. A four. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a no four. perfect. It's not yeah. five. Yeah, like, no, like, who? Like, she gives an honest four. <laughs> She's like, no, a five would be like, it, it's yeah, got but, my name embroidered on it or something. You know? Her four her four is my five. Her four yeah, is exactly. my five. So, but I won't know that her four is my five. Yeah. And that's where the four is. That's why it needs to just be thumbs up, thumbs down. Pass, fail, and we move on. Yeah, what you need is you need the score and then the average score of the person who gave that score. That's that's true, yeah. You know, so that you can be like, that's a lot of work, though. That becomes a lot of work. It's not, it's just computers. Computers can do that work. I mean, like, I could actually build that. That's a feature I could build. Oh, that might be what you need to make, a new rating system. A new rating system that tells you. Accurate to, like, give you the better chance to, like, you know, buy something to get what you need. That would actually yeah. be really interesting. That would actually. All right. <laughs> so the book, man. Before Dude. we get on out of here, I know your yeah, week, work yeah. week is beginning. The book. What? What? What are your thoughts, man? Because we did chapters one, two, and three. Yep. And I'm yeah. primed to like this book because, like, Omar is one of my all-time favorite characters. Right? Yes. Like, yes. Omar is one of the great antiheroes of mm-hmm. sort of, you know, it. Uh, yeah. Omar from history. the from the wire from for the those wire. people who yeah. aren't real wireheads, but Omar from the wire. And if you're or not, we, you should be. Just you should be. watch yes, the wire. Yes, like absolutely, it's, a, it's an all time mm-hmm. show. Um, yeah, Michael K. Williams was the character who who played Omar in the wire, and yeah, yeah like like you say, Devin, it, it's an iconic character. Um yeah. In like modern television, for sure. Yeah. I, iconic. Yeah. Probably HBO's. I I don't. It would be a top five character for HBO, probably. Yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, there's a there's a few like there are other shows on HBO that are maybe not as good as The Wire, but are in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, people really loved Dexter. I was not yeah. a yeah. person who watched that, but Sarah liked it. She watched that show. You know, yeah, the yeah. Six Feet Under was a great show yeah. on it. Like they they have some great yeah. shows. Game of Thrones. You got Ryan Snow. Who, sure. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. People love that. You know, John yeah. Snow. Yeah. John Snow. Yeah. John Snow. Yeah. Yeah, but I'll like, Omar is, I don't. I people love and I and I do like pe- that that character. He's an antihero. He's one of the greats. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know the the thing I think that cements him for me as and we're gonna just talk Omar for a little while is this scene where Omar is in court and they're trying to use him as a a to witness get Barksdale and those guys to get yeah. Barksdale. They're, they're like doing this whole thing and he's like he tells the direct straight honest truth about stuff sort of like in a way that is fascinating and then like that he bumps into like a line somewhere and then I, I don't exactly remember how how the scene goes but he like stops and he's like no nah, I won't talk about that and the reason that he won't is because, like, nope, that next con- that next question that you're asking me there, that's over the line. And, like, I know where my line of things I'm allowed to say is. 
Mm-hmm. And a man has a code. And I'm said, not going. Yeah. I'm not going across the. And it was just like that's the classic Omar line. A man has a code. You gotta have a code. Man's gotta have a code. Yeah. Yep. And I think and that like, line like lived through the through the series for a good bit. I don't. Like, like, I don't know that he ever said it again. Well, no, because remember in that episode, uh, um, the detective. Uh, oh, said yeah. it towards the end. It McNulty like, says, "Yeah, McNulty goes, a man's got to have a coat." <laughs> it becomes like a line, and I, I, I'm sure there's t-shirts out there all day long with that oh, with yeah. that line for sure. You know, and Omar was a man. Like his character was, he lived a, by a code. He lived sure. by a code. It was it was it was a lot of complexity to his character. Yeah. It was like a. Um, Anyone in the game is fair game. Mentality. Anybody not in the game is out it's, of it's the out game. Out of the game, you know. It it was it was a very his character was awesome. It was a very much a Robin Hood type of character who kind of like for sure. Yeah, he was like the the absolute antithesis of all the other characters that were on the show. Where he was like that was his role. His role was to basically be like. These guys are big and bad, and they roll in groups because they deal with these insecurities of life. They're most of them are afraid, and this, this, and then Omar is like this badass dude who rolls by himself, not afraid of shit. Fair in the neighborhood, fares him. The old ladies still love him. Like yep. it was like you know what I mean. His character was awesome. It was it was a great. And Michael K. Williams brought him to life, so I'm primed. Yeah. I'm primed to like this book, and already I do. And another thing that I was thinking as soon as I was reading or reading this book is I was like, I should write more mm-hmm. because when you're reading and I don't write a lot, but when you're reading this version of Michael K. Williams reflecting on his own life, mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. do that kind of reflection on my own life. I do it's in healthy. this pod. I do on this podcast, right? Like in a lot of ways, it's but healthy. this is more of a conversation. Yeah, exactly. It's very healthy. Do you have a lot of memories where you're like, I remember this moment, and in this moment, turns out that I, I built this mental model because of this specific moment, and that mental model was good for me or bad for me? Or... Absolutely. Oh, you absolutely. Have yeah. Well, I tell you all the time. I I remember the moment we had a moment like that. That you know was I don't know if you you didn't mean it in this way. You were just being Devin and matter of fact, like you <laughs> usually are. And I remember we're standing in the back room at all, of, of one of the, the store we worked in together. And we're by the dairy box. And you say to me, yo, you're going to be a captain in like two years. You know what I mean? Your timeline wasn't accurate. But at that moment, you were just like, yeah, like, bro, like they're opening stores. You got it. You're going to be a captain in like two years. And at that time, like, not that I didn't think I could be. I think at that time, I was definitely, like, not sure if, you know, for many reasons, there wasn't a lot of diversity. I had gone through, you know, working in a in a region where um, there really just wasn't diversity in that region. And sure. there was a lot of issues that I've had where it was just culturally just not understanding one another the people who were in charge and me and they didn't really know what i was about sure didn't really feel like they a lot of them cared some of it was bad luck too right you had you had hurt your some of it was bad luck you know i had had yeah some of it was bad luck and it wasn't until 
not anyone else. It was your that conversation it was you, and Karen also said the same thing. So like, couldn't have been two further worlds apart. Different of kinds people, of people of different kinds of people who had the same conversation with me, and the confident and that literally like those two conversations sent me off into my next journey with confidence. Not it's different. Not necessarily confidence in myself that more of like other people had confidence in me. You know what I mean? Like, like, like it was a little bit different of like, Oh yeah, people are hearing me. Cause for a while there, I didn't think people truly sure. was hearing me. I didn't think I, I was walking in naturally with the respect that most people got when they walked in. So I definitely don't remember that conversation. Right. Yeah. But I definitely remember thinking like Vernon has a hundred percent of the skills like like i definitely remember going through like what is the world as i see it right which mm, i know i could you. be wrong yeah. about a lot of things but like <laughs> you know i look at how's the world as i see it mm-hmm. where does vernon line up with that like what's my margin for error like i remember thinking about all mm-hmm. of those things and putting you in that context and being like oh he's gonna be a captain yeah. like you also had the other thing that you you nailed as well where you were like Oh yeah, there's gonna be way more women captains. Like you, like that's just coming. Because at that time there was a a woman who just got promoted, and you're like, oh yeah, it makes sense. There's you know there's there's gonna be more women captain. Like you have to. Women are like eighty percent of the, the the shoppers in here. So like, why wouldn't you want women leading your <laughs> leading your? Son? I remember it vividly. I remember that conversation. All of this happened in one conversation. That sounds and so much like me. Yeah, women yeah. are eighty percent of the shoppers here. Yeah, Why wouldn't yeah. you want That's them running the that, store? That, I remember, like, and I have those. I, I have those moments often, bro. Like, I remember the moment where I decided the, I was going to be like telling the truth all the time. I, I remember lying about like, you know, eating turkey. On thanks, he's like seven days after Thanksgiving and being and being sick. I was right. at like my aunt and uncle's house, and I think I just didn't want to eat turkey anymore. Right. And uh, it was around Thanksgiving, and they were like, I remember telling them, "No, turkey's bad. I ate turkey. Uh, my mom tried to give it to me, and and I got sick last year when we ate it a week after Thanksgiving or whatever." And I remember that moment being a pivotal moment in my life where I was like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna lie about dumb stuff no more." And being like a ten year old boy, just being like, and like vividly remembering the whole setting, you know. So like, I have those moments all the time. But also, that's just as you know, that's like that's just who I am. Like I'm, everything kind of feels bigger than it really is, from an from an like an emotional level, I guess you can call it. Like you grab onto narrative really well too. Yes. Oh, narrative is like I live my life in narrative. I'm like freaking, uh, you know, Wonder Years. It's like playing in the background of my life. Man. <laughs> it's a, to, totally playing in the background. Everything is meaningful and purposeful, and it fell here because it had to fall here. Right. And and yeah. and I don't live in a world of, a, like, happenstance. It's like, I guess I believe it to a degree, but if I'm being honest, I don't. Like, if I'm being honest, like, everything is a sign. Everything is a signal. Everything is, you know what I mean? And, and everybody's boy here for a reason. I went for one of the captains that I least like, one of the bosses that I had that I least like working for, taught me one of the best things 
and I and I remember the moment that he said it to me. Control chaos totally doesn't exist. Totally isn't a real thing. But in the world that we were working in at that time, totally made sense. Control chaos. And so I so I then took that that conversation and when he said it, it made sense and I spent the next rest of my career dealing in and understanding and getting other people to understand control chaos. Yes, shit is messed up right now. Yes, we're behind. Yes, we got three trucks to work in in the span in a time frame that we normally have one truck on any day. But how are we gonna do this? We're gonna have control chaos. What are the needs? Things that aren't needs, put it to the side. What it is, you know what I mean? And it's just like I've I've lived that ever since this person who really wasn't a fan of me um taught me that. But I didn't hold on the fact that me and him didn't click. I look for the things that he can teach that I could benefit me. Like he had this 5,000 view mindset. You were always in a 5,000 view. You were above elevation. You look right. down on everything because then you can see. And when you can see, you can make better decisions. So although I, I modified it, I don't go to the 5,000 level because I want to be close enough to the people, but I'm always trying to elevate above the people but also stay close enough where i can touch them because i want to be able to see yeah i need to be able to see ahead i need to be able to say see what's coming you sure. know and if i'm in the muck that's what he used to say if you're in the muck you're never going to see it coming you know so i try to stay out of the muck until i really have to get in yeah you know it's you know it, it's interesting because i don't live my life by narrative right i'm i'm exceptionally bad at that and but what I do remember is I remember when it turns out I was right. I've been wrong on a lot of things. But I remember when I make a decision, like a prediction about the future, like an example of you getting promoted and being like, oh, yeah, this is the way this is going to – like there's no other rational path for this to go down assuming all these things hold constant, right? Assuming Vernon stays at the job and like all these other things don't change, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, it's interesting that I look at those sort of like pillar moments and then I count kind of time from those because I'm not a narrative person. Michael K. Williams is a narrative person. Yes. And I have this like really powerful jealousy about him like having these memories of like looking at the map and like you know uh, a certain outfit and like all of those things where he like gets to sort of like time his life in yeah. having dinner with that 16 year old kid and like being able to evaluate his life as a series of like vignettes man yeah. it's fun yeah <laughs> it's fun i'm telling you i live i live in that like these moments all of these things like when my children were born i i know like i got these signature moments that are like you know my my one my daughter's april 19th and like Playoff basketball starts, and I'm always like, "Playoffs is coming up. This is when my daughter was born, right. and this and and that weekend is when, you know, playoff basketball kicks off every year." And it, and I remember that day. I remember who was playing. I remember watching, you know, the Warriors beat the Dallas Mavericks in a crazy upset that year, holding my daughter and watching 
uh, uh, Baron Davis dunk on Andre Karolenko with arguably the greatest dunk in the history of playoff basketball. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I remember all of that. Right. You know, so like, it it's these it's these moments that, yeah, man, it, it's it's a fun way to live life because, you know, I, I'd like to say that I I experience things in live time, you know, like like I am one of those people. Like I'm when I'm there, I'm there, you know, and I'm not worried about anything else. I'm there, and it it's fun to be there. It's fun to be experiencing things in live time. Yeah, man, it's listening to his stories. He has this ability to sort of, I mean, this is going to be good, right? Because he has this ability to look at his life in a narrative form, paint a picture. And also, I like that it doesn't seem like this book is going to be, like Will was very much a direct line from point A to point B, right? Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. I think this is going to be more like, here's a thing that happened. Mm -hmm. And then another story, like, here's another thing that happened. And like, this kind of shaped me, maybe. Yeah, maybe not, but I th- yep. I think it did, and then another story. I think that this yep. also shaped me, and it's going to be more reflections on moments yeah. rather call than a it? story. In movies, think- it's what like flashback type films or whatever, because that's what he's doing. He's like going back and forward, and he's talking about the present as he's talking about how his past, you know, also impacted like. He's talking in all types of tense, past tense, present tense. He's, yeah. There's a lot of different tense where, yes, Will was pretty much all past tense. And then finally, we got to the present at the very end of the book. And it was like past tense in order, whereas here yeah. we're like, we're talking about Rhythm Nation all of a sudden. And then yeah, boom, yeah, yeah. We're, we're back yeah. in the past, you know? I like did notice like, that. He's, he was a kid, then he was Rhythm Nation. Yep. And then he, you know, so yeah, that, that it did kind of like bounce around. Cause it, um, but you know what I, I did love about how he told the stories of his two parents and really he's trying to get us to understand what makes him who he is. And, you know, we, um, you know, in the book, he talks about his mother and his mother being a darker skinned woman coming from, um, what was it? The Bahamas, I guess his mom was from the Bahamas and how she was like the only, you know, darker skinned woman in her family. You know, she was the only kid that wasn't like of mixed breed. And then, you know, then he talks about his relationship then with his mother and his brother who was fair skinned and he's a darker skinned kid and how she put this, like she basically did to him what was done to her in her whole life and like how much shame that put him through through his whole life and just the the whole relationship with his mother man and and I always say that you know a lot as a parent you could easily you a lot of parents easily become the first person that crushes their kids potential and dreams because of the amount of times you say they can't or they shouldn't, you know what I mean? For as crazy as Kanye West is, he has this one thing that I love. He was doing an interview and he was talking about parenting. And he was basically like, my daughter wants to stand on the table. Why not? That's her imagination. That's her pushing her limits and understanding of like the power that she has, even from that young age. You know, she wants to be this, be that. 
sure. You know, like saying no to a kid just to say no ruins a kid's, you know, ability to believe. You know what I mean? You you start basically training them that like they're not supposed to have. In in worlds of people with, you know, well off worlds, like those kids aren't told no often. So it's the reason why they walk into life with this vigor of like Let's the world is mine. Yeah. The world is mine. And that us, you know, the the lower middle class and low class folks are walking through life with like, oh, I shouldn't. Oh, I can't. Because they spun their whole life with parents who told them, you know, don't do that. Stop doing well, this. Michael don't K. Williams this. said in, in this book just now, was said, uh, he was talking about cracks. Mm-hmm. He was like, people fall, you know, when you talk about people falling through the cracks or, you know, what it, he used the, basically the exact same story, right? And he mm-hmm. was like, the, the cracks are just different, right? Like if you're, if you're wealthy, the, the cracks are uh, rarer and you fall into them. And if you're poor, the cracks are still as rare and you climb out using them, yes. right? Like yep. those yep. are, you know, the, the, that's just a two. And I thought that was a very nice, elegant way to sort of- It like, was. To explain the difference, right? Like one is you fall in, the other is you climb out, right? And yeah, yeah. And that's an interesting way to kind of yeah. like put into perspective the opportunities that you that you get. Sort of what Kanye was saying, I guess. Yeah, 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 man. So good book, Atomic Habits. Good book. I'm gonna enjoy uh, both of them. Going through both of these, man. So yeah. So yeah. What, what do we got? Uh, like three to? Are we doing three, three to, to six? six? Yeah. Or I think three to four, six. five, and six. Four, five, and six. Yeah, four, five, and six. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right, well, where can people find us, Vern? They can find us at theprocessesblackandwhite.com, and they can also search us on all their social media platforms at The Process is Black and White. We'll come right up. All right, talk to you next week. All right, bro.